Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Collective Show. Oh, am I so excited to do this episode with Layla Rose, a yoga instructor, energy healer, and just like a divine sister that I love so much. Welcome to the show, Layla. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And I'm so excited for you to be here. Everyone, we have such a good episode that we are bringing to you. We're going to be talking about sisterhood, motherhood, really that divine feminine energy and, and how it ties into people in our generation. So you can also help break some generational curses in your your family line and just with your even your friendships. So we're definitely so excited to share this emotional, heartfelt divine energy from both two goddesses to awaken the inner goddess or the kings the kings out there <laughs> yeah yeah I would say my first spiritual experience was well we've all had experiences in our childhood because we're closer to source um, but what I would say my first spiritual experience after going through basically being more matrix minded and what I mean by that is I wasn't really self-aware and in that I wasn't aware of my own health wellness my own body and um, my own happiness really so I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this but when you enter the matrix of high school you're kind of put in this little ecosystem and maybe you were more into your schoolwork maybe you were more into sports maybe you were more just trying to figure out how to be or maybe you were in a clique that kind of influenced you like I had so that influenced me a lot um and I found that even if you're a little bit older or you've exited high school you've exited even college and university you may still be stuck in this mindset and the mindset was um, I am just a girl, just a woman, and this is how a woman behaves. This is how, you know, the trends are going towards in beauty and fashion, and this is who I am. Um, I drink every weekend, and I like to party with my friends, and that's basically just following the status quo, but even if you're like, oh, no, 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 I don't follow the status quo. I just am who I am. Think about who's influencing you, too. So basically, long story short, after I had a few years in high school, under my belt. <laughs> I really was not focused on my wellness and my health and my mental health started spiraling, especially because I was trying to keep up with my grades. So I was going through the whole um, non-holistic mental health system, taking um, antidepressants, things like that for my actual mood because I was going down a spiral due to birth control. So there was a lot going on. Um, and after that, I decided to do my yoga teacher training because my mom decided that it would be a great idea for me to start to reconnect with something I did when I was 12 years old and younger. So I actually decided to do that because originally I just wanted a way to make money, but also be physically active and in a sense, stay active while I make money. So I was like, this is perfect. So it was purely physical. And then I started to read the Bhagavad Gita, which is um, kind of a really, really nice book. And it's about the story of Arjuna. And he is supposed to be a warrior. And this dates back to well, thousands of years ago um, in the Vedas and ancient scripture. So I won't go too deep into it and bore you guys. But basically, it's a story about him sort of fighting with himself fighting with God, trying to think of what he should do to find his life's purpose. And I was like, wow, when that word purpose entered my mind, that was my first spiritual awakening. I prayed. And if you're not religious, that's okay. But you sure have had those moments where you're in a ball on your bathroom floor and just thinking about what you want to do with your life. And ultimately, that's what saves us. Bringing what's within you to without to the rest of the world is ultimately what saves you. And I didn't realize that. I was like, wow, purpose is missing because most people don't think about that in high school. You're told to find a job and to fit in a certain box, so to speak. And I was not ready for that. And it caused me so much anxiety. And so now I do so many different things. I teach yoga. I teach fitness. I've gone through many different jobs. Now I work at a crystal store and I host healing workshops with them and also interact with people on the daily, um, basically being their therapist and also their hostess and teach them about crystals. It's everything that I want. Um, and what else? Did oh, yeah, I speak um, and do poetry slams. I also have written and published my books. So that all came from just starting one step in the right direction, whether it's yoga teacher training for you, whether it's reconnecting with artwork, whether it's reconnecting with something that you were passionate about in the past, or just simply connecting to your breath and your body and your health. Maybe it's the gym. 
those things, I wish I had started even sooner and I had started that soon. So that was kind of my spiritual awakening. Yeah, in short. So that's pretty much it. I love your journey. It's so beautiful and unique to you. And of course, you're going to continue to blow our minds with each step. Um, I do want to share a little bit about my spiritual awakening that also ties into you know, going through the motions of finding your purpose and your passion. When I went through my spiritual awakening, I it was more so a soul plan contract for me. So uh, when I hit a certain age and I was like in the mindset of suffering and um, I actually turned atheist at a point because I was like, just so disheartened with how my reality was you know I didn't really have much connection with other people or even myself and my family so I just always felt alone in my own head and you know when you're in a really um, a family dynamic um, in a lower vibrational reality where you guys don't have as much emotional support or even much um, responsible structure, it can make you feel um, as it's you're not comfortable to share how you really feel vulnerably or openly. So I always kept everything to myself and it, and it really turned to a point where the universe was like, nah, like, <laughs> um, so they definitely started to send, you know, some highly divine beings my way or just some beings to kind of trigger that, that um, innate nature in me that there's something higher than what I believe to be true in the unknown. And that's what uh, eventually turned into me um starting to actually ask the universe come through like what am I supposed to learn from you because you're sending me beings and you're sending me orbs and whispering in my ear and and just things like that so it's definitely a turning point when you are kind of like in that stuck place and you aren't aware and then how the universe will come through when the time is right the divine time is right for you to start to awaken and be more aware of your surroundings and who you are and just even the nature of life so I definitely feel as even though I did go through the suffering process which I feel is my journey to share of course, not everyone will go through the suffering pro process. It is um, unique to the individual, what they want to experience in this universe, um, in this perception. Um, however, I do feel like I can confidently say now <laughs> that even going through the suffering process and suicidal thoughts and depression, anxiety, which is just experiences, you know, we are not those things. It's just what we experience at the time. It definitely did bring me a sense of peace and serenity and blissfulness and hope and connection with source and even myself and like becoming my own best friend for eternity down that line looking back and realizing the lessons I did learn all always play a part in the bigger role in the bigger picture and it's always the question that comes back to you know what does your purpose mean to you is ideally the question everyone's purpose is different so you can't really ask someone else what is your purpose because everyone is going to experience what they're driven for their human design their numerology astrology everything that makes you you is completely different from someone else so you always have to seek within and genuinely find what makes you passionate and fun and at play what brings out that natural inner child that was once tucked away for some people of course not everyone which kudos to you if you haven't got your inner child tucked away I'm really proud of you because that is a blessing but uh, Layla how do you feel about the experiences of suffering and maybe experiencing depression anxiety and suicide and how could that how can we transform that or transmute that energy back into unconditional love back to source yeah. Yeah. One thing I would say is that I grew up with technology, as many of us probably have in some sort of way. Um, and if you're listening to this and you didn't grow up with it, there were other influences like magazines and media and news that you may have been influenced by. So I wanted to start off with this angle because for me, being on my phone and following influencers has just been so toxic and I'm going to explain a little bit more about that. So when you're on your phone constantly and we all are sometimes, sometimes we have those days where there's no other choice because you're texting, you're emailing, you're FaceTiming, you're calling 
And first of all, the energy, the radiation from your phone, the EMF radiation, if you haven't heard about it, search it up. It's really, really bad. Same with the blue light for your eyes. So how could any of that be physically good? And then on an emotional level, when you're following people, even if you think it's positive, like they're fitness influencers or, you know, they're lifestyle influencers and they have the life that you want, or even your friends or your friends from high school, your friends in your circle, when you're following people and just seeing a highlight of their life. And I'll give you an example. Um, during COVID, you know, some people were able to go out. Some of my friends that were living in different states, different countries, and I was in Ontario, which was in heavy lockdown. Those things really, really influenced my anxiety and my depression levels as well. So that is something that I think that once I was aware of it, I was like, wow, like there's nature to connect with. I can journal, I can read. And even if you think it's positive, you're laughing at memes or you're laughing at TikToks or you think something's entertaining and giving you dopamine, it's false dopamine. So it's going to influence your mental health, anxiety, depression. And once I realized that and I actually got strict with myself and cut my own bullshit, basically, um, I was able to really step up and ascend and move into actual connections you know I see so many kids especially like my younger cousin you know I want her to grow up and not be stuck on her screen because you know that's what everyone else does today it's not real connection and if that takes cutting people off to separate yourself from social media to separate yourself from the like-minded people that aren't like-minded with you anymore they're just looking at their screens separate yourself from that and connect with real people um, I was very excited and honored to connect with Alasia because we had met through um, the goddess portal book with Sarah L so that was really really cool and um, she just wanted us to connect and I was like wow somebody else who is also starting their journey or is on their journey and continually unraveling their wellness and their health and their healing is actually able to connect with me so even if it's not someone in your immediate circle try and find those people and that's something that I found shifted me towards compassion and out of anxiety and depression was finding those people and if you haven't found those people yet, that's okay. But search for them, do the work, go on Instagram and things like that. When you feel like you want to do positive things instead, like searching for those people, searching for your tribe, then put the phone away and go to your meditation and yoga. So that's something I would recommend is get off your phone. I know, you know, you probably say, oh yeah, 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 I, I check my screen time and whatnot. You're still on your phone when you're checking screen time. Like you got to put it away, put it in a drawer. And I mean, screen time, Netflix, being on your computer, really just find other hobbies to do. That's not what we used to do. And people were happier before, even in the midst of, you know, generational trauma and curses, it was easier because you didn't have this constant reminder in your hand. So that's something I would say helped helped me shift into universal and compassion for myself and for others because I was able to connect with people instead of being on my phone all the time so that's something I'd recommend for for our generation and also older too and and Layla by chance um I I'm 20 and I was aware of my spiritual awakening at the age of 14 and of course you know our spiritual journey is a whole lifetime thing it's not really set by age it's really just once you become aware that you're on the journey <laughs> um but how old are you and when when did you start your um spiritual awakening so people in the audience can know that if they are around that age that they're perfectly supported and unconditionally loved even if they don't feel it or don't know what it looks like yeah, so I'm 19. I got my yoga teacher training um, certification when I was 17. And I got my fitness instructor certification when I was 17 as well. Um, so one thing I will say is, yes, like Alicia said, you are not alone at all. Um, and people actually learn to respect your choices when you respect your choices. And what I mean by that is if you're going, <laughs> she's snapping in the background. That's what we do at Poetry Slams. Um, <laughs> I, I love that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you may have felt alone during COVID and things like that. And you're slowly coming out of it and coming out of that social anxiety. And that's okay. I mean, I get social anxiety too. But really, really be firm in your decisions. And what I was going to set as an example there is if you're at a party, a get together at a club, even if, at a, if you're at a family dinner or at a high school party, whatever it is that you're doing um, in your free time, or maybe it's not those things and you're watching Netflix or whatever, that's cool too. Um, whenever you're doing those things that are 
quote unquote status quo or something that we generally fill our time up with, really be self-aware. Is this filling me energetically? If it's not, make a decision. You don't have to go out every weekend. And if you are, maybe make a decision to be around people that actually lift you up positively in your life. Maybe it's a decision to quit drinking. Maybe it's a decision to quit addictive habits. Those things take sacrifices. I mean, I was doing my fitness instructor certification for Orange Theory on my birthday. I was not going out when I was 17, things like that. I wasn't having parties. It was hard emotionally. I mean, I cried and everything. But now looking back at it, I was like, wow, like the universe was sending me messages, even though it was hard. So really listen to your internal calling and don't be influenced by anything or anyone else. Um, and if you don't know what your internal calling is yet, do the research, look at other people that are doing the things that light you up, light your soul up. Um, it could be something that, you know, maybe nobody in your family has done generationally. Um, maybe it's, you know, simple as content creation or maybe it's as crazy as being a bungee jumper like it can be anything so I just want to tell you guys you're not alone um and like if you're listening to this podcast you're already on the right track filling your mind with good shit good energy um this is something that's productive is to listen to people like us we want to put positivity out there so you want to make sure that you're absorbing that um and yeah definitely you're not alone not alone at all like what Layla is saying to you about using um, coping mechanisms, like healthy coping mechanisms and techniques to kind of seek more into mindfulness. I will like to um, kind of give this term of conscious living or mindful living. Uh, living a conscious lifestyle um, kind of plays in the role of finding yourself within, living a mindful life, doing substantial eco-friendly um, products and habits, you know, volunteering, helping someone uh, just out of the kindness of your heart, um, definitely meditating, journaling, all the all the things that make it aware to seek within and connect with source. Um, and that's why I would like to pose the question, what does healthy love look like and feel like to you? And what is love like and, and feels like to you? Because there's different types of loves in this world. You know, you have fam familia love, you have pet love, your relationship love, self-love. And it's really good to start self-reflecting and asking yourself, okay, well, what does certain feelings and emotions feel like to me? And what is it teaching me? Sometimes you can even draw them out or paint them, you know, journal it out and just really self-reflect and ask yourself, what does life mean to me in these tiny little bits like take just take little baby steps and ask yourself these questions because that will ultimately help you understand your purpose and understand yourself if you do struggle with you know feeling lost and confused and not even really knowing yourself or not being aware of who you are subconsciously and you know um, having a sense of control of how to be emotionally intelligent or how to be mature in certain um, decisions or responsible or set up routine or um, structure for yourself, um, which like I will say to my own daughter when I do have her, I will tell her, you know, um, do what is aligned with your core vibration and brings you peace and balance in your life. You know, do what makes you passionate and joyful and fun and don't do things. Well, you know, I won't, I don't want to say the word don't, but you could choose to only do things that do bring you a, a feeling of uh, mindfulness and happy happiness and uh, peace within yourself. And, and if you feel like that is you at this moment where you don't feel at peace with yourself, well, you can always start today by doing little techniques and finding yourself within and doing the conscious living and doing the meditation, doing the work, but it can be fun and it can be play. And as a person that, and coming from a person that does understand that, you know, when you are unaware and your subconscious mind is still suffering, it can feel like a challenge. It can feel like you're, you know, still uh, dealing with fear and shame and guilt and anger and jealousy even, but definitely just be aware that if a reflection of you and if another another human that's a part of this universe can do the thing that you want to do you can do it too we're all one so anything you see someone else doing you can do it too and I just want to um, share that message today really to 
just jumpstart that that thinking into your mind that you can always decide to be a better version, align with your higher mind, your higher self, uh, whatever you may call it, you know, source, universe, um, right now, in this second. It doesn't have to take five years, 10 years, a week. Start start right now. Just decide to breathe and, and feel it in your, your belly and your heart and just start right now. Um, and Layla, do you feel as definitely, you know, through the journey of emotions that you found um, instead of repressing them or judging yourself, criticizing yourself, you did find that 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 piece to at least self-reflect? Yeah, yeah. I mean, one thing I always struggled with, and now I do do one-on-one energy healings for clients, so I'll do sound healing for them, personalized meditation for what they're looking for, um, and then as the journey progresses, each week or each month, we'll do something more advanced or something a bit deeper uh, for trauma healing, because I did do my trauma-informed yoga teacher certificate, I guess, a year ago? in Costa Rica. So that was another part of my awakening, but you don't actually have to go to Costa Rica to have another awakening. They're continual actually, and it's fun. Um, So yeah, what I was speaking about earlier about my clients is that something that I struggled with and that they struggled with, and all of them, every single one of them was body image and judging your body. And the different types of love that you were speaking about, one of them is body love and body respect. Um, Start with the body start with peeling the layers. We're like onions. (laughs) Whether you like onions or not, you're peeling the physical layer, then you're peeling the mind layer, then you're peeling the emotional layer. And that seems like a lot of work, but it's really not. It could be five minutes a day as long as you're consistent. So with body love and body appreciation, my journey started when I started going to the gym. I started going to the gym because I hated my body. And um, that was something that was really toxic. And I would work out every single day, wouldn't eat very much. Um, Me and my friend would both do that. (laughs) that's so funny Lelisha's typing in the chat because <laughs> I like onions um but yeah so when I started the gym it was like really toxic um I was just really doing this with my friend we would always work out we wouldn't eat a lot and now we laugh about it but it was just crazy what we thought the ideal shape was and what the ideal woman was um and so when I started going to the gym started weightlifting I realized wow maybe I want to eat more so I can become stronger and I also started going to yoga and with yoga I wanted to eat lighter so that way I would feel better my digestion my heart everything and um, those two combined allowed me to say wow I feel confident in my body when I'm doing these activities I feel good I feel happy and if you don't think you have time to do those things you can do five minutes of yoga anything dancing in the morning and you will already start to see and feel the benefits (laughs) we love dancing out here (laughs) it's really good energetically too so that's something you can do um, to experience that type of love and then the emotional love came for me when I started journaling Alaysia was speaking about her scripting practice scripting is like telling a story of your life I mean that just, I've always had that. Thank God. I've been very blessed to have that type of perspective where it's like, my life is a story. I'm in a movie, but some people don't feel that they're very practical and analytical and that's fine, but you should also journal and write out, you know, your goals, maybe if you're a practical and analytical person and steps to get there. But for me, I enjoy writing about the good, the bad, the ugly, my journey with my body, everything, and it all ties in. And then another type of love I would say would be mindset. So like learning to accept your mind as it is and learning to accept your thoughts as they are. That's one thing that I notice comes with getting into the body and getting into just a state, a flow state. Maybe it's when you're doing artwork or maybe it's something else. Just finding something where you feel like you're in your flow state at least once a day is really, really, really important. Um, And I don't mean just watching something. I mean, doing something that allows you to get into your flow state. It can be even like watering your plants, whatever it is for you. Basically what we want to be is an 80 year old woman, (laughs) Um, but it works. It works. Why do you think they have all this wisdom But then they do things that make them happy. You you never see an old person that doesn't have a beautiful perspective on life and is happy and shining from their heart inside and out and is just genuinely happy to be alive. I mean, we don't have that perspective and that's okay. That's natural. That's normal. We don't have that always because, you know, maybe we're not retired. Maybe we're working a job we don't love, but 
those people are happy for a reason. <laughs> so definitely, you know, think about those activities that you want to do. Think about hanging out with loved ones and friends. And that's something that has brought me all those types of love. So yeah, that's kind of everything that you can do to experience that. Um, and it's brought me more balance, more peace than I, than I could have asked for from some external thing. I, I just really want to share as well that when she brought up, you know, reality scripting, I, I'm, you know, I'm going to definitely talk about it now. <laughs> um, but scripting as well has also been teaching me a lot recently. I mean, I got this kind of download that I should have started scripting um, for my spirit guides and my, you know, my higher self. Um, I was actually seeking back into suicidal thoughts again um, about like a month ago because of all the stress. Like I have been just going through uh, the motions and um, and it's it's kind of crazy how uh quick my mind my mental health and emotional health kind of got um in alignment and balance since then but it, it really just took um seeking within and just reminding myself this is a temporary moment and I know that this is just a feeling and an experience but it's not my truth and and oh and that's actually a good topic to branch into is also your belief system um and your truth if you have experience with consciousness, you know that your truth is just your awareness of existence. It's just pure consciousness. So also with self-reflecting, ask yourself, you know, is this belief that you hold limiting or is it a healthy belief? Because all beliefs are just, you know, tying into perception. They're all not really our truth, but we can choose what our truth is. So um, with uh, scripting, what I've been doing is um kind of jotting down in my little Google slides because you could add pictures and it's really easy honestly um, but I've been you know jotting down some some things I would like my appearance or my hygiene to be or my belief system or how I want my my government to act like and um, just things like that and doing little affirmations or if I don't know how to ask the universe a question in the right way that's specific and clear I already jot down some questions specifically to like each thing like scenario so it'd be easier for me to just go there and be like oh I can ask them that question so uh, scripting just so, so easy and you like kind of for me personally um, it's definitely been reshaping my whole reality my my thought process like I I, I never feel like I had this moment of clarity within myself, um, where I actually do feel complete within myself, where I'm like detaching from um, limited, limited beliefs and how, you know, a low vibrational state I was at. And now I'm like seeking to my higher mind, my my core vibration being in alignment and balance. And it's just really, it, it definitely takes doing the work. And of course, I have scripted that this would be an easy, fun, playful type of an easy type of journey for me to heal and grow with this new scripting techniques I've been doing. And when I tell you, it's really been rapidly changing my life and I got my dream job and my mental health and emotional health feels balanced and stable, which I haven't really felt, I think, my whole life, honestly. So um, it, it's it's. I would just say with manifestation techniques, um, they do work. And I just feel like some part of it might just come with having to practice with consistency and just see, seeing what feels right to you. I think that's ultimately it is that, you know, maybe journaling's not your shtick, but maybe scripting might be, or maybe the three, nine, the three, six, nine method might be, but definitely just keep practicing and just see what feels right to you. Cause once you find your stick, you're going to know, cause it's going to rapidly change who you are, honestly, like as a person, you're not going to identify with what you used to be. I think it's really just you changing completely as a whole new person. <laughs> um, but you know, with reality shifting and scripting and manifestation, quantum jumping, quantum healing, all that jazz, it is you going to the, like, shifting to the reality that aligns with your truth, with the beliefs that you're setting. So um, if you are struggling right now or suffering or feeling as you're lost or confused, a little tip would just be to, you know, tell your subconscious mind some affirmations every day and just try to convince your subconscious mind what you really want not what you don't want you know because when you fixate on what you don't want you're so attached to that what you don't want is going to cause worry and, and doubting and fear but you want to start doing affirmations that's like I release all fear I am 
in alignment, I'm balanced, you know, I am in tune with myself, my higher mind, like things that are going to align you with the reality and who you are as a person. And and thank you for Leela for sharing that because I feel like that is very important to share in this podcast. Have you have you felt that when you do affirmations that it does heal some part of you, Layla? Yeah, yeah. My mom actually was one of the first people to tell me to start doing affirmations. But the thing is, when you are in a state or an emotional state like depression or anxiety, or maybe you're caught up in work or schoolwork, that may not be the time to think about doing affirmations until you're ready to sit quietly and say, I'm committed to doing affirmations. And once you say that, okay, then instead of getting stressed out and saying the usual sayings inside of your head, which are, okay, I'm stressed out, I'm worthless, I'm never going to get this done, I'm going to procrastinate, I'm going to get stressed out, I'm going to do this instead, and I'm not going to do it, I'm going to quit, all this stuff. It's a spiral, essentially. So once you get into those spirals, one thing that I heard um, in one of the books that I read was flexing the thoughts. So have the thought, have it 100%, you know, I'm, I'm worthless, whatever it is. And then flex it to say, I feel like I'm worthless because I'm stressed, but I'm not. And I choose to move forward. Something like that, whatever it is in your head, but just be aware of the voice in your head. And that's why meditation for like five to two minutes even is important. Maybe just breathing and taking a look outside when you sip your coffee, realize, oh, my mind is quiet. Oh, I'm thinking about this, you know? realize what you're thinking about and that's that ties into the phone thing too if you're distracting yourself from the thoughts they're going to come back and cycle back so don't feel guilty about the thoughts don't feel guilty about the bad patterns like alicia said don't focus on what you don't want just flex it you go on your phone flex it put it down (laughs) flex your wrist and put it down um and then (laughs) and then dance or do something else that gives you real dopamine um, and then also when you're thinking negative thoughts, flex them when you're about to go, you know, um, do something that's unproductive or you're about to go on a binge of an addictive habit. Maybe you're going to do a little bit of it, but then think about what you're doing and then flex it, flex the thought because addictions and all of that start with a thought. And so if you can flex the thought in the moment, which is a skill, by the way, that will help you in your work and in your relationships you're golden. So that's something I would realize I would say to do is like really just realize the thoughts first and then secondly flex and then third it becomes a pattern and a habit. So that's something I would say just don't feel guilty. Don't feel guilty for any of this. We're human. You can spiral back and out but like I like to say there's two types of hard, right? One type of heart is not living your purpose, feeling unaligned, feeling stuck. I mean, I felt that feeling the suffering, feeling like you can't take up space and be your real self, um, feeling unhealthy, all of those things, but also making sacrifices, breaking habits, um, eventually starting to live your purpose and take aligned steps, but you get so much more out of it. And that's something I want young listeners to know is it's always not going to be sunshine and rainbows. People make healing seem so, but it's not. It is a safe space. That's so beautiful. And with emotions, um, they they are our teachers. You know, when you experience fear, always think about, you know, what is the opposite of fear and what is fear teaching me? How can I cultivate fear, you know, in these limited beliefs to a healthier state of mind and I I just feel like with um sisterhood and motherhood or even divine masculine hood which I love everyone I love you Layla I love everyone that is experiencing their existence I really do appreciate and am grateful for everyone's existing and with that being said your emotions are beautiful and you are beautiful like the vibrating cells that make up you are consciousness all in one that is beautiful and and I just think no matter how much your mind will try to convince you that you're not you are and without even being maybe jealousy you know jealousy can always teach you how to return back to an unconditional loving and unified whole within yourself and everything so start taking the time to be patient with yourself and you know start to self-reflect like is this really you or is this what your mind is telling you I just think that if we could take a moment to just feel what it even feels like to be human you know that that is ultimately 
our makeup. You know, we chose spiritual beings to experience human because they are emotional beings. So um, definitely embracing every emotion that comes along and being patient because it is you. And if you wouldn't treat prayer consciousness that way, you know, I wouldn't suggest treating yourself that way. Yeah, I mean the Barbie movie just came out. <laughs> yeah, we're excited about that. I used to have so many Barbies when I was little. Um, so, so many. And I actually wrote a poem called Barbie World. It's on my Instagram. I performed that and people went nuts for it. And I was like, really? Um, so people loved it. And I think why is because the Barbie dream house is an analogy for our girlhood, our boyhood. And then once we step out, we realize life is hard and it's a series of choices. And what Barbie does is she realizes that her true self needs to come through no matter what the plastic ideals say. And I really want you to know that you can experience everything, both the good and the bad, both your bad habits and your good habits. But what stands underneath it all is your loving essence, your heart, your compassion, your wanting to find your purpose, your choosing love, your choosing to speak to people authentically. And it all starts from within. Your outer reality is um, a reflection of your inner reality. So that's something I'd like to say is when you're entering womanhood and manhood um, and your spirituality hood, <laughs> um, you really have to realize that all of these transitions are normal and natural and that you are the loving essence behind it all. And you're the observer and you get to be here and observe. And that is a perspective change. Like the Barbie movie, it's about essential crisis. We're turning back into uh, sisterhood, motherhood, girlhood, what it feels like to uh, heal your inner child, what it feels like to be human and feel and just accepting the true naturality of what it is to be a feminine energy, but also how to balance that out with a masculine energy. And I hope they do make some more movies. Um, I, I know that Greta Gwynn, Oh, I hope that's her name. The person, the director that made the movie. I hope she does uh, make some more movies with the same kind of messages. Because uh, even a lot of masculine energy types kind of love the movie as well. And I just think ultimately it was such a beautiful, loving uh, movie. And for anyone who loves sisterhood, motherhood, reconnection with humanity and anything like that, definitely go see the Barbie movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to let Layla take away her viewpoint on sisterhood and motherhood and emotions, of course, because she is one of my closest um, people in my life that always knows what to say about emotional types and um, really just being in tune with the divine and feminine energy. Like she knows how to balance and really just communicate that wisdom very clear and channel it in the best way using her very powerful throat chakra activation. Um, so Layla, we'll let you have the floor. Um, yeah, I, I brought up the Barbie movie, um, not only because I wrote the poem about it, but because one of the things that came up for me when doing my trauma-informed training and it was a group of women. So we really got to dive into all of the different wounds that come with going from daughter to sister to mother and all of those different things. And those are just phases. It doesn't mean you're literally becoming a mother. So one thing I wanted to speak about, and this is for all my girlies out there um, and all those feminine energies out there, this is for you. And this is something you really, really need to hear. So there are different stages in the cycle of womanhood, essentially. Um, so there is, and we dived into this in our goddess portal book so there's sort of this maiden phase where you're kind of enchanted by everything you're kind of the princess or the barbie as the you know the barbie movie starts out um you're in this sort of phase where you're just a girl very naive very innocent and then we start to realize after going out of that maiden phase, and maybe you're still in your maiden phase and it's hard to navigate. Maybe you're dating around and you're still discovering your self-worth when it comes to relationships. That's okay. But you do want to make sure that you have your wellness along the way to ground you in your self-worth and your self-love. And that's why I preach yoga and meditation because it allows you to realize that you are a divine being and that your body is a temple. So once you move out of that maiden into sort of of 
not directly the mother, but maybe starting to become a newer mother and there's different stages in the motherhood. And mother doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have a baby. Mother can mean that you're starting a business. Mother can mean that you're starting to find your purpose. Mother can also mean mothering the people around you. And that could start even younger. So it's a cycle. It's not linear. It's not like stages that you graduate to, like in our linear school system. It's not like that. It's just phases and it's like waves so maybe you go back into the maiden you go back into the mother so I know for me I was in my masculine energy which is ironic during the mother phase and what I mean by that is that when I was working three different jobs trying to find my purpose 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 I was losing my hair I was bloating like crazy I was stressed out not treating people the way I wanted to be treated I was you know behind on deadlines and things like that because I was just completely in my masculine and I was caught up in the narrative that yes, you should work always. And there's no such thing as harmony. And maybe I won't make as much money. So then I won't have a future that I want. And so yes, sometimes we're in that survival mode, but then there's graduation or graduation, but then there's ascension into the sort of older mother. So the mother that has it kind of all figured out and the mother that, you know, realizes that her child, whether it's a business or work or school, is going to be what they are and that you can have time for yourself and you can separate yourself from that. And then after you entered that motherhood phase, and this is also separating yourself from mothering other people, mothering relationships, is starting to take back your energy, doing things that are aligned with you and your passions. That's the ascended mother. And then moving from that, you go into the queen. So the queen, sometimes we get glimpses of her. Sometimes we are her. It's when you feel proud of your accomplishments. It's when you feel like you're having these wisdom downloads or you just, you know, crack the surface of a realization, whether that's letting go of old friends, whether that's ascending into writing every day or meditating every day or doing something that you love every day and really feeling proud of yourself doesn't mean that you're always going to be happy and aligned but maybe you're just starting to feel proud like you know yourself deeply that's the queen and then moving from the queen into the crone I guess yeah the crone um so that's kind of like another phase I don't know if it's directly into that like I said it can be a cycle but there's a crone phase where you're kind of just owning everything and you're able to give others wisdom. And I feel this when I'm teaching yoga. So you could go through multiple phases in a day, but just knowing that those phases exist, it's really important. And then also the phases, if you do resonate with this and you do still have menstrual cycles or you do have menstrual cycles, there's different seasons. So we have our inner winter, which is when we just feel like curling up into ball. We need warming spices, all that kind of stuff, natural healing, not just, you know, the classic chocolate and ice cream, maybe you will feel those cravings, but go for a cacao. <laughs> so something like that, that's when we want to dive into natural healing and hibernate. And then you have your inner autumn. So that's sort of when everything's kind of shedding and you're releasing and you're also sort of in a in a tired phase, but it's a time for creativity. And then you have your inner summer, which is when you're like ovulating. So you feel really, really good, really happy, really outgoing. That's a time to book different things, to do different things, and then so forth. So spring as well, um, that's part of ovulation. Um, and there's the luteal phase too. So those different phases, knowing all of those is really important. And then just realizing, oh, I feel tired today. I can accept that and tap into my feminine. So that's something I love to do. And then when I'm feeling down and down on my emotions, I'll immediately start crying and releasing. Know that that's okay. Like we're in a world that doesn't appreciate the feminine, that doesn't appreciate for the most part, stay at home mothers, things like that. And it's like, they are an essential part of what raises this vibration of the universe, what cares, what shows what love is. That's what they are. Um, so when you tap into your feminine, you're tapping into that same energy and it can feel really freaking good to just be feminine, to just feel like you're aligned in what you're doing and you're not pushing like in the masculine that doesn't mean male and female it means pushing is in the masculine is in the sun energy we all have two within us masculine feminine um and then it can feel really good just to surrender to release to let go to do things slowly to dance to to care for people 
that can be really good to tap into for once when you tap into your feminine. I do that a lot because I am in a very feminine job. I'm in an all pink crystal store. Sometimes I do feel like a Barbie and my boss encourages me to wear very Barbie core clothes and we had a Barbie sale. So it was just really cool to embody that my little girl dreams um, and playing with crystals and all this kind of stuff. But um, there are other things that require me to be masculine, like cashing out and doing inventory, but you play around with those energies and realize that if you don't feel like being masculine, that's okay. And if you feel like being feminine, that's okay. And vice versa. So realizing that those two do exist within you and the phases exist within you is really important. And um, I'm going to get Alaysia to speak a little bit on her perspective about this as well. And then maybe we can go into like the sister and mother wound. And and just if you guys, if anyone else felt um, Layla's words that really just heighten the 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 vibrational energy just now like I'm over here like really feeling um really connected with myself and kind of like that that cleansed energy so see it Layla like your voice definitely has a intense divine energy with it and um yes I completely agree with the stages of um you know women's menstrual cycles and the stages of their life and Every stage is a key component to being human, but as well, if you ask yourself how you're feeling right now, whether it's scared or worried or doubtful, um, just be mindful. That's also your inner child reminding you of what they need at this time. So if you do feel fearful, that's your inner child feeling fearful because of the subconscious, you know, limited beliefs that were taken to get to the point where you're at. So um, definitely self-reflecting and kind of pulling back the layers, as uh, Layla said, um, onions, ogres are like onions, or <laughs> be that inner child and, it, and its core vibration again. When you were a soul before you came here, you were so full of light and unconditional love and unity. And, you know, what does that feel like to you? And how can we get back to that? And um, I, I understand that we want to be well, for some people, personally, I'm kind of like releasing that belief, but um, how we want to be grown and mature and responsible and have this mass that we got it all together. But adulthood is just as much as motherhood or inner childhood. It, it's always going to still resort back to healing and growth and, and um, seeking within. Start asking yourself, you know, how I feel and what does this emotion teach me? Is this how I has my is this how my inner child feels and how can I reparent myself to listen to my inner child what do I need to strive in harmony and grace again so um it definitely takes patience and consistency and time um and it and just from me changing my limited belief to now that my life is fun and play and it really does feel like that now I'm actually starting to get emotional because of how like grateful I am that it's starting to feel really fun to even heal or grow now but uh definitely you know take your time and start asking yourself what you want and what you need and and even if you don't know what that is just ask the universe can you bring in anything that aligns me to what I want and what I need and what my true values are that I'm not even aware of can you make me aware of it you know asking goes a long way you guys it really does how we say looking back back at the past and still identifying as something that's not no longer really serving you or do you rather choose to choose a life that is serving you and and what best serves your highest good and also others and that's ultimately going to bring you a peace of mind and bring you love and joy and passion and motivation and confidence in your life for most of us in our core beliefs that's what we're looking for is just how to express our vulnerable everything that we are you know without a mask and show it to um, the universe in our lives but with a smile on our face and getting through the day knowing that we're making the right decisions because it's aligning with us being happy definitely me and Layla are definitely holding your hand through the process and we're supporting you and we do love you unconditionally forever we are all a team in this humanity is a society which we are all taking part of uh, collectively with this energy and the more that we you know are open-minded and decide to choose what we want and to start releasing what no longer serves us and cleansing that old energy that we no longer identify with, we will shift this reality in so many 
dimensional speeds that no one probably can even comprehend on earth. <laughs> um, it's super exciting. We're, we're in a time of age where everything's just shifting so fast now and everyone's becoming, you know, awakened to who they truly are and their awareness of this existence and their feelings. And um, it, it's just a really good time to live in my personal experience. I'm having a blast. So <laughs> I'm, I'm really so glad you, you know, came to join the battlefield and help raise the vibration of the planet. We do, we definitely need you, but we also need everyone else. You know, you came here for a reason. I'm just smiling because I'm just so happy we're here. Yeah, you know, one thing I will say is really speak your truth. I felt a lot of throat chakra vibes going on today. And um, yeah, just really speak your truth, whether that means standing up to people that you know, don't have your highest intentions in mind, whether it's speaking your truth to yourself, to your own negative thoughts, to your own biases, your own habits, whether it's speaking your truth to family and friends that are unsupportive or that are supportive, but don't understand your wellness and healing journey and speaking your truth, whether it's speaking up or whether it's speaking from creativity and passion something you love to do, speaking, connecting with other people, and also changing your truths, changing your truths from old beliefs to new beliefs to know that you can change and it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. <laughs> so definitely just speak your truth unapologetically and take up space with your voice. That's something I would love to say to everyone. I completely resonate with you. And with that resonance, we are in sync and vibrating at the same frequency and I love to see it so thank you so much Layla for coming on the show you are a blessing and a, a delight to have on the show and thank you so much for sharing your your wisdom and your truth I'm really proud of you how far you came in your journey and I know that you're going to continue to spark our lives and and keep helping humanity in the best way possible that serves your highest good but also humanity so thank you so much and I, I can't wait to uh, co-create more things with you in soon. <laughs> me too. And um, yeah, you're really the one who inspired me to start my own podcast um, and also to branch out on my website to different topics, to reach out to more clients, um, give me so many ideas as well, and started my healing herb journey, which was really cool. So thank you so much for existing. And thank you so much, listeners, for doing yourselves and the collective vibration of the earth a favor by listening to this podcast and really just taking one micro or large step towards your healing journey. So sending you guys love.